Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach Shirley Huang. Hello, everybody. Okay, today I'm going to share with you a very simple way for you to feel confident at where you are right now. For you to feel self-assured at where you are right now. Are you ready? This is a life hack. <laughs> and it is this. Allow yourself to flourish and thrive in your own enoughness. Right now, so many of us do not think we are good enough. We have the thought that I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. And it's just one of those deeper core beliefs that's, that will always be there. Right? It's either um, some of the, if you get to the very root of a lot of the thoughts and beliefs that we have, it comes down to either the thought, I'm not enough, or I'm unlovable, or there's something wrong with me. A lot of the thoughts at the core of it, it comes down to these three thoughts. And so I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. It's just something that's, it's just there, right? It's just something that is in the air that we breathe. If you think about the moment that you were born, maybe your childhood experiences, how, how you were brought up, you go, the education that you were put in, the commercials, the advertisements that you see every day that's being exposed to you is telling yourself to buy more things. You're not enough right now. Get thinner. You're not enough right now. All these things will make you more beautiful than you are right now. Going to the school will get you the education because you're not good enough right now, right? So by now, let's just decide that, unfortunately, this is a society that we live in and that I'm not enough and really see everything as not enough. It's just not something that is in the air. It is just in the air that we breathe in our society today. And so instead of trying to get rid of the thought, I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, we don't have to stop this belief, right? We don't, it's not about like getting rid of this belief completely, but it's more about how can we redirect our brain to not focus on thinking and believing that I'm not enough, I'm not good enough and redirecting it to something else. Right? Think about how much time and energy do you spend per day entertaining the belief that I'm not enough. And when you are allowing yourself to live in this belief, thinking I'm not enough, what are the impacts of having that belief and you entertaining with it, right? What are the outcomes that you have already created in your life as a result of you really, really believing that I'm not enough and I'm not good enough? And when this is the belief that you have, what happens is, this is the thing, right? We have one brain and we use this one brain with this one pattern of thinking and we use this to approach all areas of our life. The belief, I'm not enough, it can show up in our work. We're thinking this is not enough. We're thinking we're not doing enough. We're thinking my work is not good enough, right? My work is not good enough. My ideas aren't good enough. I'm not good enough for the people that I want to help. This is not enough. It can also transfer into your relationships. My partner is not good enough. They're not doing enough for me. This is not enough. Going to money and time. This is not enough. I don't have enough. 
do you see the idea of not enoughness when we do not pull it out of our brain and really look at it from a very big picture perspective it is something that's like stinky and just leaks into all areas of your of our life when we believe that deep in the core i'm not enough this is not enough i don't have enough and i i'm not good enough there's no point really to argue whether or not it is true or not that I'm not good enough or yes, I am good enough, right? There's no point to really argue if that's true. It's more about, okay, is it helpful for me to think this way? When you believe that I'm not good enough, what are you doing every day? When you believe that I'm not good enough, how do you feel? And what are the actions that you're doing because you believe that I'm not good enough? Maybe you're not putting yourself out there. Maybe you are not taking more risks. Maybe you are not making that pitch to a client because you really believe that I'm not good enough, right? And so ask yourself, is it helpful for me to think this way? Is thinking this way creating the result I want? If not, then it's not about trying to stop this belief from happening because that's just something that's always going to be there. But how can we redirect our brain to think about something else? How can we focus on the gain instead of the gap? There's this concept, right? The not enough is you think living in scarcity mindset, is you living in scarcity about you, about your life, about how much you're making, about your relationships, about the time that you have, about your money, when you are in not enoughness, is you're living in the gap. You're seeing, you're looking at where you are right now and where you want to be. And oh my gosh, look at all the gap, all the things that I don't have yet, all the things I haven't achieved yet. And this is a very, very unhealthy place to be in because more not enoughness just creates more not enoughness. And so instead of letting yourself to be in the gap, how can we shift our attention to focus on the game, to focus on what we already have, to focus on how we are already enough and that we already have everything that we need right now? This is a life skill that transfers into every area of your life. When you believe that your life is enough at the core, how you make money improves, how you work with clients improve. Your relationship improved because you're like, I genuinely have enough and I genuinely feel enough with what I have with my life right now. Right? So if you want to build self-assurance, if you want to build self-confidence, you want to feel more confident in yourself, allow yourself to really be in your own enoughness right now. And I really want to say, like, it's one thing to listen to me talk about this and to kind of like tell yourself that, oh, yeah, I am enough. I do have enough. It's another thing to really live in the enoughness because it's going to feel so differently, your energy and how you feel on a daily basis when you truly let yourself to do this work, to really practice, allow yourself to be in your own enoughness. That's when things really shift for you. Right? So it's not about just listening to it and it's not about, about like forcing thoughts into your brain. It's more about allowing yourself to be in the experience of enoughness, to really feel it in your body, to really feel the shift and really feel the energy that changes in your body. That's what we really, really want to help you do. Okay, so on that note, I've come up with three ways to really help you live in the energy and live in a space of enoughness. So these are actions that you can really take with you and really try in your day-to-day, -day, okay? 
So the first thing that you do is to remember and embody what you have already done and what you have already become in your life. A very, very practical way that you can do it is to take out a list of paper. Oh, no, sorry, to take out a sheet of paper and you literally think about all the things that you have wanted over the last, let's say the last five years. And I want you to jot down everything that you have wanted over the past five years and the things that you have achieved. It's like once you, there was a time when you have wanted them and now you have achieved them over the last five years. It really gives you a perspective, really lets you see, ah, like these are all the things I've done over the last five years or even the last 10 years of my life that I once wanted and now I have it and now I have achieved it. And it's not just about like listing them out and really seeing it as like a, a checklist, right? Like check, I did this. It's more about really allow yourself to look at every single item on the list. Maybe it is you went to school here. Maybe you wanted to graduate from college or university and now you have, you have the bachelor's degree. Or maybe you want to start a business and now you have a business. Maybe you want to go to a PhD and then you did. Maybe you want to own your own home and then you did maybe you want to get into a relationship for two years and then you did right there are all these things that you once wanted that you have either achieved or you have experienced in the last five to ten years of your life so I want you to list out all of them and really look at each one of them and really feel into them right allow yourself to really take it in because here's the thing it's one thing to see that you have done it and it's another thing to actually become the person who has done it. Those two are really different. There are a lot of people in this world where they just see their milestones and their achievements as a checklist. So they check, 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 and then they do them, but they actually haven't become the person who have done it. For example, you can think about an artist, just because you have sold an artwork online doesn't mean you actually have become the person who sells artwork online. Just because you have dated your ideal partner for five months doesn't mean you have become the person who will always attract that type of person into your life, right? It's one thing to do it, but then through the doing of it, if you haven't integrated it, if you haven't embodied the lessons and the, the, the learnings, the intelligence, the um, things that have shaped you, if you haven't gone through that, then you really haven't become the person who have done it. And so I want you to look at that list and really taking each item in, like truly feeling it, feeling the fact that, oh, I once wanted and now I have done it. Wow, I've already done so much. I have already achieved so much in my life. And allow yourself to really be there and become that person who have achieved all these things. But again, it's one thing to just listen to me talk about it. It's another thing to really sit down, really do this work and take this slowly. Allow yourself to really feel the truth of it in your being. And that is what will eventually change you to become someone different, right? Because it really is emotion that matters. So you can ask yourself, how does it feel in my body when I'm really appreciating myself for doing this, this for me? 
Okay, the second thing that you can do, kind of the second action step that you can do for yourself to really allow yourself to live in enoughness is to learn from your past self. To learn from your past self. This is something that I started doing recently and it has changed me. It has really, really created such a big shift in how confident and how self-assured I feel about my life. So before, I used to be someone who really, really hated my voice once it's recorded. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think it sounds really weird. I stutter. I sometimes don't pronounce words correctly. You know, I have grammatical mistakes and things like that. And so I really, really hated how I speak. I used to not listen to my own podcast episodes because listening to one would just make me feel so cringe inside. <laughs> I would just cringe so much when I listened to them. And over time, I've come to realize that in order for me to really trust my own genius, in order for me to really trust myself and to really see myself as someone who is amazing, someone who is enough, is that I have to stop judging my past. I have to stop judging who I was and instead really see her as an equal even to me right now. Even though sometimes when I think about who I was before, I think that, you know, there's this idea of like, oh, I wasn't good enough and maybe now I, maybe I'm better, but that version of myself was not enough, right? And so in order for me to believe that I am, I have always been enough, in order for me to believe that I'm always good enough is I have to go back and look at her and I have to practice appreciating her and practice seeing how she is enough already. And one of the things that have really, really helped me is to actually go back and listen to my old podcast episodes and really learn from myself. Like sometimes I will go back and listen to my beginning podcast, maybe like in you know, below episode 20, I'll listen to those episodes and I would be like, oh, wow, there's so much wisdom here. Oh, wow. I didn't realize I had so much to say. But back in the moments when I was recording them back then, I didn't feel like that. I was just like, oh my gosh, like what's other people going, what is other people going to think about me when I share this idea? I'm not good enough. I'm just testing it out. Like that genuinely what were my thoughts back then. But what's so interesting is when I went back and when I listened to myself speak, I'm like, wow, you have so much to say. You were already enough even back then. And so current Shirley right now is going back and learning so much from past Shirley. I'm seeing her strength. I'm seeing her wisdom. I'm seeing what she can teach me because I genuinely believe that she is enough and that she is good enough even back then. And this also created so much humility in me and also with how I see my mentors and how I see the people who are quote unquote more successful than me is that, hey, I can be on par with you as well. There is a possibility, right? I don't, I don't need to see you as like this amazing person that's superior than me that is on the pedestal. I feel so much closer to you now because 
I can totally be like you too. We're all very similar. I'm enough. I truly am enough right now to become successful, to feel so wealthy, to feel like I'm making such a big impact for the world, for my community. And that's because I've gone back and really believe that even who I was back then, she was still enough. Right? And the big thing that I did for this is I went back and learned from my past self and my past work. So if you're an author, go back and read one of your past works, one of your past books. If you have podcasts, go back and listen to your episodes and learn from yourself. If you have published emails and blog posts, go back and read your posts. You will realize how amazing you actually are. You will realize how amazing you have always been. And you can even look at the past comments of what people have said about you and truly allow yourself to take it in. Because who you were back then have always been enough. You don't have to try right now to be quote unquote enough now because you have always been enough. And to a lot of you right now, the work is simply about remembering. It's simply about remembering, awakening the spark that you have pushed out for so long because you believe that you weren't enough and that you weren't good enough. So this is the second practical thing that I would highly recommend you to do is to go back and learn from your past self and your past work and really appreciate and really see the strength and the wisdom and the knowledge that you had already possessed even back then. All right, now this is the third action step that I highly recommend you to practice is to allow yourself to feel grateful and really truly appreciate the present and with what is already in your life right now. What if you don't need to achieve more, to learn more things, to do more right now? What if all that you need to do right now is to allow yourself to just flourish in what you already have and mine the gold of what's already here, of what's already in your brain, of what's already in your skill sets, of what you already own and have in your life right now? What if that is a secret? I think in our day-to-days, we're either thinking about our future, thinking about what's ahead of us, thinking about our goals and what else do we have to do? Or we're thinking about our past and, oh, what happened yesterday? What happened a few years ago? And the fact that, oh, so-and-so didn't do well, right? The launch didn't go well. The event didn't go well. Oh, well, I, I tried that thing and I failed. We're always either looking at the future or looking at the past. And what's so interesting is change happens in the present. It happens in the present with how you feel. How often do you allow yourself to really live and breathe and feel and experience the presence? How often do you get up in bed and, and truly feel how comfortable the bed sheets feel? To feel the sun's warmth on your skin as you wake up. To really appreciate the quietness that you wake up to. Maybe your partner is beside you, so you give them a kiss. How often do you really take in those moments? As you walk to your bathroom and you get dressed, 
and you experience the mintiness of the toothpaste and you feel the freshness on your face after you've washed your face. And then you head to breakfast and you eat the breakfast and appreciating how amazing the fruits taste, the sweetness of it, the bitterness yet delicious taste of that first sip of coffee as it goes down your throat. Do you allow yourself to really appreciate every single thing that's around you that's in your life right now? And the reason why I'm saying this is when you can really appreciate and really experience everything as a miracle, as a living, breathing miracle that you are already living in. And when you are in this type of openness and this type of presence in your life, this is when the ideas come to you. This is where opportunities come to you and you can meet it because you have the capacity to meet it. When you are judging yourself about your past, when you are thinking about your future, when you are doubting yourself and when you truly believe that you don't have enough right now, you block out the space for your brain to be creative because you're spending a lot of time in doubt. You're spending a lot of time in anxiety and in frustration and in impatience. And when you are there, you don't have the room and space for creativity ideas, for creative ideas to come to you. You don't have room in your space to think bigger, to take risks, to do something different, to have things land for you, to have things click for you because you're too busy in your head and you're not being present. Only in your enoughness, only when you are truly present in your day and do you have the capacity to hold and meet opportunities when they come. For example, Clients can reach out to you, but maybe you believe that you're not good enough to help them. Or maybe your partner reaches out to you and wants to have that conversation. But then maybe mentally you're not there yet. You're scared that they're going to leave you. You're scared that you're not going to have enough. You're, you're not good enough for them. And so all of those drama is not helping you being here to receive the opportunity to have the space to be here and create change in the presence. Do you see? And so what if confidence and feeling confident and feeling self-assured, what if the very, very simple way to do that is to help you see and feel and lean into the enoughness that's already here present in your life? And it's not even about lying to yourself that everything is already enough we're just seeing what is what is the truth that is already here we're just redirecting your brain to look at what is what is the truth in your enoughness right now okay this is a big difference as opposed to living in lack and living in scarcity and it also sends out a different vibrational energy to the people around you to your space virtually or physically people can feel that stuff even if you don't speak it out loud the energy is just different from you right it's the vibe that people can feel and when you are in enoughness you just feel so full that you don't need anything else you're like i got everything that i need i am everything i need and i am good enough right now to help you i am good enough right now for amazing things to come into my life because i am enough 
And that is a completely different way of how you can approach your work, of how you can approach your relationships, of how you can approach your life. And so let me go over this once again, three action steps that you can practice to allow yourself to live in the energy and space of enoughness. The first one is to take out a sheet of paper and list out that you once wanted and you have already achieved right now and allow yourself to live in the emotions of pride, to live in the emotions of appreciation and really help you become the person, step into the person who have already achieved those things. And the second action that you can do is to go back and learn from your past self and learn from your past work. Read your own journal. Go back and watch your old YouTube videos. Read your old blog post. Read your book. Look at admire your art, whatever it, whatever it is. Allow yourself to be here and really learn and appreciate your past self and really see that your past self has always been good enough. And the third thing that you can do is truly allow yourself to be here in the presence, to truly feel and appreciate and feel grateful for the beautiful life that's already here right now. Like, I mean, how amazing is it that you have the internet right now and that you can listen to a podcast while you're on the go or you're, while you're at home, whatever, right? Isn't it amazing that we can connect through the internet? Isn't it amazing that you have electricity right now for you to listen to podcasts? Isn't it amazing that you have a phone? There are so many things in our life that there was a time when people thought was impossible, even your phone, right? People thought it's impossible to be able to have a phone that you can carry everywhere with you or to be able to jump on a plane and get you across the country in less than 24 hours. Isn't that amazing? There are a lot of things that we can open our eyes to appreciate about. And the question is, right now, are you actively allowing yourself to experience that? Because you can also easily block that out and that can also be a reality. And like what we said before, in order to really create that extraordinary life that you want to have for yourself is first, you want to start feeling and becoming that person right now, right? Look for the evidence of how you already are that person right now, because I guarantee you when you quiet down and pause and truly take the time and effort to look and feel and experience, you're going to see so many things in your life. You're going to feel so differently at where you are right now. All right, I hope this has been helpful for you and go out there today and live in your own enoughness. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, if you're finding this podcast helpful, then you won't believe how your life will change after working with me one-on-one. Inside my private coaching space is where we take all this information deeper to a next level and customizing the concepts so you can apply and integrate them into your own daily relationships, your work, your business, your quality of living, and so much more. Let's make what feels impossible in your life right now your dream come true. You get to create your version of a successful and thriving life. You are already amazing. My job is simply to help you activate and express that outward even more powerfully. Apply to work with me at daringliving.com forward slash apply. 
Again, that is darinliving.com forward slash apply. And I look forward to hear from you very soon. Bye.